Term limits are fantastic. They're great. My thing uh, is, you know, they should be applied equally. Every town hall I do, Michelle, and you've been to a couple of them, I do my, my question and comments. And when I ask about term limits, it's a sea of green. Everyone supports it. But here's the thing. I think there's a frustration because they see people in leadership at the federal level, congressmen and senators that camp out, they, they pop a tent and they live there 40, 50 years. They want term limits everywhere. And they do want term limits everywhere, and that's one of the problems is that we have uh, term limits pretty much only on state legislators and, uh, you know, like state governor and the cabinet and then, of course, recently ECUA and the school board. But there's a push to get them elsewhere, including at the county commissioner level. That, of course, is Jeff Bergash, uh, county commissioner for District 1 in Escambia County, talking with Michelle Salzman, who is running the term limits bill for county commissioners today in a House committee. Uh, she, you know, we talked about this quite a bit, but she, you know, and, and this is, I mean, this is big stuff for changing how government gets done in the state of Florida. Uh, it sort of is perennially a conversation, but without doing it through referendum and now doing it through the legislator, put the legislature putting these rules in, that's where things have changed a bit. Con- continuing the conversation from Bergash's town hall or, um, his coffee with the commissioner on Wednesday, you know, a couple of years back, the school board were in the crosshairs and they got their, their, uh, term limits. ECUA was too. Uh-huh. And now the county commissioners are, and, and look, mm-hmm. I like to say, I'm 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 good with it, but I I feel like sometimes it's it's because we've spoken up or we've pissed the wrong person yeah, off. Yeah, not me. I mean, I I can't speak for my Senate sponsor, but I love y'all. I tell everybody I, this is. But um, my, I have the, a great relationship. I, I mean, I, I just don't. Does he think like you know he said something wrong, and now the state of Florida is coming after him with term limits? <laughs> it's kind of a weird position to take. And she says, no, that's not it at all. Uh, and I don't read it that way either. I just think Republicans believe in term limits. I mean, Commissioner Bergash has said he believes in term limits. Um, so why would the implementation of that suddenly surprise him and think that it's retaliatory? I mean, it's, you know, it seems like a convoluted argument. Why are term limits necessary for county commissioners? That's my question. Term limits are necessary for all constitutional officers. We're just chipping at it one at a time. So I, I, if I had a crystal ball, I would say in four years, every constitutional officer in the state of Florida will be under term limits. Perfect. Okay. And I, and I, and again, I'm, I'm fine with that. We got to do that at a federal level. Yeah. And she says that would be constitutional officers like the sheriff, like the clerk of courts, like the supervisor of elections. That would be everybody uh, that you elect under the constant, you know, again, constitutional officers are directly accountable to the governor. They get elected by the people, but they can be removed by the governor. That's what she means by that. That's the term we use for that level of officer where they are all equal to each other in uh, sort of, you know, political stature and independence. But the argument for term limits and against, we've been having quite a bit this week, which because it's an important discussion. It really is. Um, I find myself very conflicted on it. I think I probably am against it slightly, but uh, really, I go back and forth with it all the time. One of the arguments against term limits, especially at the county commissioner level, where there's more local accountability than, say, your senator or your congressman, is that projects take a long time. And getting a project from start to finish, seven, eight, 12 years is not unheard of. Roads projects, you know, um, schools. Uh, you think about the Whiting Aviation Park uh, expansion that Don Salter did, and it took him how many years, 20 years, you know, in office to do that, right? Uh, so when you have turnover, that's not good for these long-term projects. So anyway, with that in mind, they continued the conversation. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I'm, I, honestly, I think eight creates a level of consistency across what we're trying to do. But I mean, I am indifferent. There are a lot of charter counties that have 12 years, and so... Um, that's that's why we're changing it to 12. The chair of the committee is in a community where they already have 12 year term limits from their county charter. And so 
Um, respectfully so. I, I will change it to what she currently has in her county. Again, that's not a filed amendment that I've been able to find yet, but it looks like they might up it from 8 to 12 years uh, for county commissioners. And again, the argument about closeness is that it's very hard for you to get rid of your congressman, even if you don't like him. Uh, you have a lot more power to get rid of a county commissioner. They're much more accountable to you is kind of the argument that the closer the office is to the voters, the more accountable is, the less you need term limits. As some people like to say, we already have term limits. They're called elections. You do them every three, four, five, six, two, whatever the term is. You do them periodically, right? But she says, no, we're coming for everything. Yeah, no, and, and I think, again, I think it's fantastic. And I'm, I think it's refreshing to hear that we're not the only targets that you're going after all the constant. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, I think clerk of court or something will be next. If, if I were to guess, um, maybe supervisor of election next. I, I you know, my my uh, speaker that will be in my class has a has a political committee based on term limits. He is so set on term limits for everybody. So I, I anticipate seeing another term limits bill next year. I mean, I'll carry it. I don't care. Yeah. And which I think is actually kind of a problem because I think not every office is the same. More legislative decision-making offices, I can see why you might favor term limits more in those cases because you want new blood in there, you want to refresh the seat of power, that kind of thing. But when you're talking about more administrative offices like the clerk of the court and comptroller, you know, I think of like Pam Childers. I mean, you know, she's been there a long time. And why would you change? She does a great job. You know, um, Don Spencer, same thing. The supervisor of elections, Tappy Villain, is there a long time and great. Who wants to change that? She does great. Um, David Stafford, the only reason he's not in office anymore is because he resigned to take that position with CISA, right? So he's working for the feds now in election integrity. But why? And even the sheriff is an interesting one, right? Should you try to get rid of a sheriff who's been there for eight years? Is that an important thing? Or does the sheriff who's been there eight or 12 or or, 16 years, they know how to run the law enforcement aspect of the county so well that why would you try to get rid of it? So different offices have different elements of whether term limits even make sense to them. If we're being honest, I think it'll be interesting to see if they actually put term limits on sheriffs. <laughs> I oh, mean, no. try, that, you know, try that one, cowboy. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I don't know how long Grady Judd's been in office, but I don't think it's been a little time. <laughs> I think he's been there for a while, Bob Gal. I guess, I don't, is Bob Galtieri still? Anyway, I know him from the commission. Anyway, um, so they had this conversation. Michelle had to leave and go due to committee. And then it was kind of odd because after she reassured uh, Commissioner Bergosh that it wasn't petty, it wasn't vendetta, it wasn't anything like that, it was really for all and consistency, he was having a conversation with Wes Moreno, who also agreed that, you know, the long time takes projects, takes time to get projects done, and he had this to say. As a former school board member, I saw him go after school board members when they asked some legitimate questions to the state, and, and they, they kind of gored some sacred cows, and so suddenly they were targeted. I think the county commissioners, I think, you know, um, we must have we must have pissed someone off because um, I don't think they're ever in the world going to go after the other constitutionals the way they've gone after us. And so um, they're going to do what they do. Um, we can't control it. They've got a lot of power. It's kind of a weird thing to say, like, not that she's lying, but that she's representing something that's not really going to happen when she's gone from the room. He's kind of got a persecution mindset. Like, I don't know, it's just weird. Just weird. But I get it, too. He feels like, you know, they're coming after him. Everybody's coming after him. And, um, you know, the state's coming after him now and trying to take it. But it wouldn't it wouldn't be retroactive. I mean, he could still be elected for another, gosh, two terms, I think. And he's running for a third term now, even though he says he believes in term limits. Maybe he only wants to run for one more term. I don't know. Anyway, that was an interesting conversation, and it does raise a lot of issues with regards to where we should land, how long they should be, and which offices should be subject to them. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. 
All right, we're not looking too bad out there. Uh, if you're on I-10 West and you need to merge onto 110 this morning, we do have a fender bender with uh, three vehicles off to the side of that exit ramp, causing a little slowdown getting onto 110 from 10 West. Also, Ruby Avenue and West Fairfield Drive on the west side there, vehicle crash with injuries, got roadblock there. Um, our normal school zones this morning, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze at Gulf Breeze High School and uh, Mobile Highway going by Beulah Elementary School, also 87 in Navarre for uh, Navarre High School. But other than that, we're, we're looking good around town. If you see anything slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. This report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you have a company you have employees you deal with benefits you deal with uh you know insurance health dental vision life disability you deal with payroll you deal with human resources these are all things that are not the fun stuff right it's not your favorite thing if you run a business but they are have to's you know it's what your employees need and it's what the law requires a lot of times so how do you manage that well well if it's going great great ignore me for a few minutes you know well 30 seconds or so and if it's not going well or you might maybe think it could be done differently that's why you call Torgerson Causey for more than 20 years locally, they've been helping businesses just like yours manage benefits and all of the stuff related to having employees. And they will come take a look with no obligation at what you're doing and seeing if they can give you better options. That's what they did for us about seven years ago, and they have been great ever since. 433-9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37361 start saving this month at Piedmore imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices Piedmore imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit through bci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees must take delivery by february 29 2024 Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. I want to thank all of our listeners who tune into our daily Strength for Life segments here in Pensacola and across the country. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your thoughtful feedback. Thank you for humbly letting God strengthen you through the principles of His Word and the power of His Spirit. If you're interested in more Strength for Life, please check out our YouTube channel. Our radio segments are only 60 seconds in length, but our YouTube video segments provide four to five minute videos of practical Bible content on topics such as overcoming jealousy, how to strengthen your marriage, and much more. Find our YouTube channel by searching Strength for Life Pensacola and be sure to subscribe. We produce fresh video content each week, which is certain to strengthen your walk with God and strengthen your relationship with others. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy the past few years. How to know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 9 and hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with the Levin Rinky Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's this morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. 
The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Parents usually know if their children will argue over their inheritance, but this can be prevented. I'm Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors. No one wants to see their wealth wasted away because of poor planning. I've assisted several clients with estate planning ideas and sometimes have served as trustee or executor upon their death. Give me a call at 497-6167. Armada Advisors is charting a better course. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Join the fun of the Kids and Critters Mardi Gras Parade, a walking procession for people and pets, Saturday beginning at 2 in the Casino Beach parking lot. See PensacolaBeachMardiGras.com for more. The 28th Annual Cordova Mall Ball is Saturday night, benefiting the Studer Family Children's Hospital. Come out for the sights, food from favorite restaurants and chefs, live music, and fun. See PensacolaMardiGras.com. Submit your events at NewsRadio923.com. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. This incident is going down on your permanent record. Don't be afraid of your freedom. Good morning, 723 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Remember, it's going to be cold overnight tonight into Saturday and then overnight into Sunday in the 20s both days. That's hard freeze territory, so it's going to be another one of these wrap your plants and make sure your pets are inside and drip your faucet and, uh, you know, put on on your pipes outside. Make sure that those are covered, all that kind of stuff. Uh, It is going to be really, really, really cold, so please be careful. Cold for our standards. Cold below freezing is bad for Florida, right? That's the idea. Uh, let's see, we got uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Well, a new poll shows just over half of Americans were thriving in 2023. The only years the amount of thriving Americans were lower apparently was during the Great Recession and uh, in 2020 in the onset of COVID. President Biden says there likely will be more U.S. strikes against uh, the Houthi rebels based in Yemen Uh, who are now menacing ships in the Red Sea. Biden made those comments before heading to North Carolina yesterday. And you remember that robotic mission to the moon that just had issues after liftoff? Well, apparently it's now sitting at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. The launch launch of Peregrine 1 went fine, but soon after reaching space, a leak in the propulsion system doomed the mission that included a lunar lander and scientific instruments from other countries, plus NASA. Tiny samples of dozens of cremated human remains were also on board, including those of Star Trek actress Nichelle Nichols. Hmm. Most of the mission burned up entering the Earth's atmosphere, with any remaining debris splashing down in the ocean east of Australia. I'm Rory O'Neill. So not a space funeral at all? Well, I suppose not. I mean, uh, (laughs) I don't know, adrift in space or burning up, crashing through the Earth's atmosphere? I guess both are... uh... They're distinctive ways to go, I suppose, for your your remains to remain. All right, fair enough, David. Thanks so much for the update. Oh, by the way, um, (laughs) I think only my Monty Python people will get this, but somewhere in the middle of it, what was the very beginning of that clip? What did he do? The one that got replayed twice? The the very start of that clip? The stutter? Yeah, the stutter. Can you play it? 
the launch of okay, Peregrine the 1 launch, was fine. What I was thinking after- at that time was, number one, the larch. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I know only my Monty Python fans I are going to get that. But for I never would have thought of that. There but now you go. that you've said it. I hear yeah. things wrong all the time. That's my job. All right, David, thanks for the update. Jake's got our traffic mm. on the fives. Jake? All right. Well, uh, I-10 West merging on to 110. We have a fender bender with three vehicles off to the side there on the exit ramp, causing a, a slowdown, kind of a headache getting on to I-110 there. Uh, also, Ruby Avenue at West Fairfield Drive. We have a vehicle crash there with injuries and roadblock. Uh, we've got our normal school zones this morning, Highway 98. Uh, both directions through Gulf Breeze proper there in front of Gulf Breeze High School. Also, uh, Mobile Highway in front of Beulah and uh, 87 over there by Navarre High School. Uh, This report just uh, came in off the traffic tip line, Chamukla Highway uh, and Highway 90 in Milton. We do have a roadway uh, blockage there from an accident that just occurred. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. Call or text 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. All right. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, I discovered something. I discovered something that I kind of wish I could undiscover. Remember last week I was playing you the clips from <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel, who right. uh, had uh, done a, the, the thing about the Escambia books, Escambia mm-hmm. School books. Mm-hmm. Um, guess who got on the bandwagon on Thursday or uh, Tuesday, I think it was, actually. I was going back and listening to uh, watching an older episode. Didn't, didn't even expect this was going to happen, but... Uh, Stephen Colbert jumped on. I knew it. Of I knew course. it was going to be Stephen Colbert. Of course. And it all began with an opening PSA mockumentary. A school district in Florida has pulled dictionaries from their library shelves because they describe sexual conduct. Temporarily. According to the report, the dictionary's definitions of words such as sex would potentially put them in violation of Florida law, which placed restrictions on children being taught about sexual conduct. The Florida Department of Education presents Danger at Your Local Library. Every so often I get a strong sex urge, and the only way I can take care of it is the dictionary. That's right, the dictionary. A salacious text corrupting the minds of our youth. Its lascivious poison lurks on its every page. Look here, supple, suggesting the pleasing curves of the female form. Not on my watch. Hamburger, hot beef shoved between two warm buns? No thank you. And it went on to a third one that I'm not going to play on the air. So you get the <laughs> you get the like old black and white grainy film footage like you would have seen on the video projector in school. That's the one pass. And then in the monologue, he came back to it again for mostly unfunny comments. But speaking of Florida disasters, Florida last year, Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, implemented a law across the Sunshine State that tried to regulate any mention of sex in books out of fear it would make kids cooler than he is. Now, because of that crazy law, one Florida school district has pulled dictionaries from the shelves because they contain definitions of words such as sex that would potentially put them in violation of the law. Now, it seems extreme, but you can't be too careful. Why stop at dictionaries? Uh, attention, students, P.E. is now canceled because footballs kind of look like a big, weird testicle. Also, no more school lunch. We discovered squeezing a Capri Sun feels like a boob. Super genius comedy. Don't ask me how we found out. 
<laughs> so he goes on to talk about the thesaurus. Turns out it's not just dictionaries. They also banned eight different encyclopedias and two thesauruses. That is outrageous. Also shocking, scandalous, atrocious, appalling, <laughs> abhorrent. No one takes my thesaurus, baby. Uh, they didn't really ban. They pulled temporarily to review. Uh, school kids down in Florida also won't be reading Ripley's Believe It or Not or the Guinness Book of World Records. What are they scared of in the Guinness Book of World Records? No daughter of mine is going to grow 40-inch fingernails and marry the fattest twins in the world. <laughs> How will she even fit on the motorcycles? There you go. It's a late-night comedy targeting Escambia County. Fox News, I'm C.J. Papa. The commander-in-chief not on the ballot in New Hampshire due to a rift between the state and the Democratic National Committee, which replaced the Granite State with South Carolina as the first primary stop. But Republican Nikki Haley on the ballot. If he thinks I have no chance and I have no hope, then why is he running millions of dollars of ads against me? Haley bashing Donald Trump during a CNN Republican presidential town hall. The former president on Fox's Hannity looking back at an overwhelming win earlier this week. If you look at Iowa, nobody knew we were going to blow it out like that. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis returns to the Granite State today with a number of events. Plenty of snow for the city of brotherly love. As soon as they say it's going to snow, everybody's out shopping. Fox weather predicting between three and five inches. New York City could pick up at least three inches of snow. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 923. It's 51 degrees. Partly cloudy skies this morning in Pensacola. Looks like the General Chappie James Memorial Plaza is one step closer now to becoming a reality. The city approved their agreement with the Memorial Foundation yesterday that should make it easier for them to secure the rest of the funding needed for construction. Very pleased. Uh, and I'm hoping this is one more step closer to the beginning of construction. Foundation President Chris Dosev talked with Channel 3. The foundation's plan is to pay for that construction with tourism tax dollars. Uh, the monument expected to cost about $750,000. Firefighters were called out to a local retirement home last night. Uh, this happened at Homestead Village on Pine Forest. And officials say they're not sure, they don't know of any injuries from the fire. The fire broke out just after 7 o'clock last night in the restaurant portion of the facility. And firefighters say... They had it put out by about 8 o'clock. No information on the cause has been released as of yet. A man who engaged in a multi-day crime spree, which ended with the murder of a Flomaton man, will spend the rest of his life in prison. Caleb Anderson was convicted of killing 52-year-old Dwight Dixon in August of 2022. Investigators say he sexually assaulted a woman in Michigan on August 1st, then killed a man in Green Bay, Wisconsin on the 2nd, and killed Dixon on the 3rd. Dixon was found dead in his mobile home. Anderson pleaded guilty to Dixon's death. On January 4th, he will not be eligible for parole. The old Pensacola Sports Headquarters building downtown may find new life as a residential building. City leaders put out a request for letters of interest from potential buyers who would like to redevelop it at this week's CRA meeting. They also expressed some interest in the nearby Harborview building and a parking deck across from that. Both of those buildings are currently for sale. The city says they'd like to find somebody interested in developing all three to create a new uh, creative innovation district. Create a reason for people to walk down this street and also to be guided toward the waterfront. 
And that uh, that's Rachel Bennett from this week's CRA meeting. And she says the project could create both economic and job development opportunities in the city. Well, residents in Foley are on edge after the a woman was stabbed at Heritage Park downtown there this week. I couldn't believe it that this was would happen in our beautiful in our beautiful park and our beautiful Foley. Right now, I don't think I would feel safe walking the park after dark. And that woman talked with Channel 3. Police do say that a person of interest was seen on video riding a bicycle on North Mackenzie Street after the stabbing. The 21-year-old victim had wounds on her forearm, torso, and thigh. If you have any information on this incident, you are asked to contact the Foley Police Department. A Florida teenager has uh, an impressive feat to be proud of. A teenager in Pinellas County reportedly scored a perfect 1,600 on his SATs. The district says only 1% of students who take the test get a perfect score each year. Now, that 16-year-old says that they have not picked a college as of yet, uh, but he wants to study engineering or computer science. 7.35 7.35 at News Radio 92.3. Time for a look at our traffic on the fives. And Jake, what are you seeing? Well, we have some areas of town we're looking at this morning. It's getting a little busy on the traffic map. I-10 West merging onto I-110. We have a fender bender with three vehicles off to the side of that exit ramp, causing a little bit of slowdown and road blockage there. So if you're getting onto I-10 or I-110 from I-10 West, uh, just make sure to Take it slow around that exit ramp there. Also, Ruby Avenue at West Fairfield Drive. We have a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock there. Creighton Road at Lanier Drive. We have a vehicle crash with injuries blocking two lanes on the right-hand side of the road, so definitely going to cause a tie-up there. Uh, And also, Chamukla Highway at US 90 uh, in Milton. Roadway blocked there as well. So a lot of accidents starting to pop up. Uh, We've got school zones all around the area, so just uh, leave a little bit early if you can this morning and, uh, and take it easy out there on the roadways. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. We'll have a wet start to the day and then showers will dry up by the afternoon. 54 degrees for your high. Temperatures drop overnight into the 20s. We're going to wake up very cold on Saturday. 20s as you wake up with temperatures feeling more like the teens. Sunny skies in the afternoon with a high near 43. Saturday night, another very cold night with temperatures dropping back in the 20s. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 51 in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf Breeze, 51 in Milton. Your next news at 8 o'clock and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Wayfair is laying off 13% of its employees, which comes out to 1,650 workers. This news comes weeks after the Wayfair's chief executive sent a memo to staff asking them to work harder because laziness does not get rewarded. Workers affected by this round of layoffs will receive an email notification today. Insurance analysts at LexisNexis found vehicle owners who switch from gasoline-powered cars to electric vehicles tend to crash more. The frequency of insurance claims and spiking costs for repairs increased by over 14% during these transitions. Eyes are now on Tesla, who makes up the majority of electric vehicles sold in the U.S. Hertz CEO Stephen Scher also recently said the company will sell 20,000 of its electric cars and replace them with gasoline vehicles. For this very reason, futures are slightly higher. Yesterday, the Nasdaq was up 200, the S&P 500 up 41. That's your money now.
Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182 horsepower Subaru Boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any adventure. And the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey. So grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, on Online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in this Monday morning at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Representatives from Cat Country Radio, please come forward. I do not have an official proclamation to read tonight, but um, I, I just uh, want to say thank you for what you do in our community. I know you're celebrating 20 years this year. Is that correct? Um, so uh, the, uh, the the presence of, of your organization in our community has helped make it better. So thank you for that. That's Casey Jones last night at the city council meeting following what the county had done the prior week in issuing a proclamation on behalf of Cat Country, our sister station, Cat Country 98.7, on their 20 years on the air, which is amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been here for 10 years, so you know, I'm, I'm only half as long in this job as Cat Country's been on the air. And then, of course, News Radio came several years after that. Um, he at first said he didn't have a proclamation, but um, I know uh, Don Crayer scrambled and got him one eventually, so they did have the one. The one they read was the same one that we read. Uh, was read at the county commission, so I'm not going to replay all of that. But it's always good to hear uh, what my boss has to say about these things. It was kind of funny because 
Casey Jones is like, does anybody want to speak on your behalf? And all of the people in yellow, like, turn to Dave Hawks and you're like, that's probably you, man, right? Like, because we all know <laughs> it's obviously going to be Dave who speaks. I don't know if there's anybody here that wants to speak. You can have this cool little microphone. <laughs> Thank you. I've had a lot of fun meetings in this room with Leadership Pensacola over the years. But uh, we certainly thank the council for recognizing us. Uh, we have always had a great team of people. And in, a, in the radio business, it turns out that people make the difference. And we're very proud of the people that are part of our team that have enabled us to have this accomplishment. But uh, our city is Pensacola. That's our city of license. So we salute you. And thanks for having us today. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, seriously, it's uh, it's impressive what they do. I don't know if the Santa Rosa County Commission is going to do one, too, because, you know, uh, Cat Country does a lot of stuff for Santa Rosa as well. But uh, I would not be surprised if they have one scheduled for Monday or Thursday next week as well. And like I said, there was a whole long proclamation about the history of the stations and it was an ordeal to get. I mean, they've worked, they've worked almost as much time beforehand just to get the stations as they uh, did in order to actually, you know, get it's just I mean, it's really impressive. Uh, oh, and we have our um, no. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Old stupid's back. Have, I know. I'm just hanging out. We have out. our surprise, uh, uh, our, our semi-guest back. Uh, Candy is here this morning <laughs> who um, jumps in occasionally. She's been yeah. back and forth with the other station doing their uh, their stuff. Uh, you have old time, you know, DJs It's weird. There's a bunch in. of people I never met before. I'm like, hey, Oh, that y'all. are even predate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Don't I've, say it like that. Well, no, because you were there before I was Wheel. here, and yeah, no, some no, no, of them no. I don't know either. I just figured, you know, I I'm thought the it only was Jordan one. Glass's dad, but it, like it's all old production guy. It's like, oh, okay, cool. No, everybody's super nice. Oh, it's it's great. Yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of fun to have everybody in town. Uh, other news that's going on. Uh, by the way, we miss you, Candy. I told oh, you I if you're you if you're paid by the exclamation mark, we love Jake. Jake is great. I'm okay. I, don't say it still, like that, dude. Jake sounds awesome. awesome. You are. You're My fantastic. favorite part about the show is I get to listen to it now. Oh and yeah. Then text in stupid stuff as we know. Man, this <laughs> is great. So I still don't agree with you, except yeah, for your well, transgressors, you know, which you got everything right on. Finally, right. as a, as a woke pastor, uh, you agree with him. So it's good. yes. All right. Um, <laughs> Thanks, the, Jake. Um, this is interesting. You know how we've had these recruiting issues in the military services, and everybody's trying to figure out what do you do? Do you offer more money? Do you pay people for staying longer? What exactly do you do? Space Force is now taking a whole different approach. They're offering people to be part-time military, not reserve, part-time active duty. Is there a weight limit? <laughs> I'm not part of this bit, am I? Okay, go ahead. You can be if yeah. you want. I know. Right, so I saw that Force. and I thought, you know, honestly, that's really smart because you have people who might want to serve in the military but might also have regular jobs. And, you know, Space Force is not like the Navy. They're not going to deploy somewhere so it's a unique right i mean you know we're not sending the space force over to mars right or the moon i mean this is, it's just kind of stationary so they can maybe accommodate a little bit better and of course not everybody in the navy or the air force is going to deploy anyway but um i just thought that was an interesting proposal and we'll see what it turns out for them but they're dealing with the same issues that everybody else has nobody in this country wants to work and if they do want to work they're not sure about the military anymore and that is a problem for us. Meanwhile, you've got the Navy has redesigned its pregnancy policy. And I don't exactly, I've read the article. I'm not sure I understand all of the aspects to it. But basically, they're trying to make it so that if a sailor becomes pregnant, that she doesn't have to give up her naval career in order to have a family. That they can find her a duty station that will somehow fit in with her career plans within the Navy and not have to leave. Because, again, employees are scarce. 
you know, and if we can find a way to do that, then, you know, that's the idea. Um, the new policy allows sailors to become pregnant during a shore duty assignment within 13 months of their planned transfer to either extend their current assignment or choose another critical billet operating in their local area. So instead of having to go to sea, they can stay on land. Um, the Navy has currently 22,000 gaps in shipboard positions among its most junior ranks. So understaffing in the Navy is also a problem, and this is one of the ways they're trying to keep from losing more of the uh, you know female sailors. 745 here on News Radio 923. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, if you're on I 10 West this morning trying to merge onto I 110, we have a fender bender there. Three vehicles are off to the side of that exit ramp, causing a slowdown there getting onto 110. Uh, Ruby Avenue at West Fairfield Drive, we have a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock there. Yes, we do, Candy. She's just sitting here. I live over there off Fairfield. I know. Uh, okay. I'm like, you're doing so good. <laughs> you're so much better at traffic than I was. No. Well, I, yes. I actually do the traffic. That's no, I'm just I'm kidding. The sponsors, anyway. I'm I was sitting there with that one day, and I was oh, like, is she going to read any of the sponsors? One. I, I just, wow. I wow. We're gonna, it's going to be a brawl up in here today. I like it. Yeah, Go dude, on. I've got about 20 people out there. Well, yeah, I know, exactly. But see, the, the, that's the thing. All. It's like when when you show up, Candy, it's a totally different dynamic between you and, and Andrew than with me and him. It's like with me, like I just feel like I'm so much more reserved, and I just sit here, and, and when you get in here, you're just like, I'm going to challenge this guy immediately. Just Definitely yeah. not, dude. No, I don't on. know, man. No, you make him better. I know. I can see it. As soon as you walk dude, in, it's like a different dynamic. You guys want to do a so. segment without me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You're not. Will you shut up? You're so rude, <laughs> Andrew. Anyway, you're doing such a good job, Jake. All I enjoy right. listening to you. Well, uh, if uh, if if you're on Creighton Road doing a good job driving, uh, Lanier Drive is going to be a headache for you. We have a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock. There. See how I just got right back into traffic? That's, that's professional. See, that's professional. What a pro. Uh, and Chamukla Highway, uh, US 90, Highway 90 in Milton. Uh, we've got a roadway blockage there with a vehicle accident from earlier. Uh, if you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you're thinking about buying your first home, your second, your third, upgrading, downgrading, or selling, you know, whatever the case may be, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty are fantastic at this. And there's kind of two things they always emphasize. One is communication, listening answering, helping you find better questions to ask, but making sure they understand where you're coming from, and system, this really well-polished system for selling homes particularly, but also for buying. And the idea is you know how to stage it, how to photograph it, what things to change if anything needs to be changed, where to list it, how to list it, what to say, what price to set, when to do the open house, how to do it, like all of that stuff. They just got it down to a process. That's why you know they, you know, they, they can sometimes run houses and get them sold in the same day. You know, in a day or two, multiple offers is not that uncommon. Above list price is not all that uncommon. I mean, just all of that stuff because of the way they do business. She's only been doing this seven years, but uh, she and her team sold 175 homes last year. Not too shabby. Three and a half a week, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. Let's get to the points. MasterCard Reward Points from Pinair Credit Union. Open a new account today and you can earn 20,000 free reward points in the first 90 days. Use those points for travel, merchandise, even cash back. And with no hidden fees and no balance transfer fees, Pinair's Reward MasterCard fits you perfectly. 
Get started online at penair.org slash credit cards. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Offer available on new accounts only. See website for details. Here are the News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30-day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 are non-transferable, non-redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30-day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit NewsRadio92.3.com. NAS Wedding Field is a major training facility for our United States military. It produces one of the 1,200 pilots a year and is the home to the largest air wing in the U.S. Navy and produces 100% of all Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard helicopter pilots. But NAS Wedding Field has a lot more to offer and makes a huge impact to our local community. Tune in this Monday at 9 to hear what's happening at NAS Whiting Field on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. 4 to 7 on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Why do you call her Lassie? You want me to do it? Oh, no. no. Okay. Shh. Shh. <laughs> Best movie ever. I just rewatched it the other day. Oh, I've, man. I've been waiting for you to be in here so I could play that one oh, sound so drop great. for you. Because <laughs> I knew you would is much better. <laughs> it defined my life. 7.51 here on News Radio 92.3. <laughs> I'm Andrew Aww. McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. It's a bit of a family reunion here. We got Candy back in because she's doing a 20-year 20, uh, 20 celebration with Cat Country. And um, she's just kind of... Yeah, yeah usually in, I'm just like, hey, I happen to have donuts, and it's yeah, 6.30. She's, she's in and out of the studio today, which is yeah. awesome. Oh, uh, let's see. Feel. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? David? Is- Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu does not appear to be in favor of a Palestinian state being created after the war in Gaza is over. The Biden administration says they're going to keep pressing that issue as they work with Middle Eastern powers to make a plan to end the war there. Uh, President Biden also expected to sign a spending bill today to keep the government funded until March. Both parties in the House quickly approved the funding bill Thursday so they could get out of Washington ahead of a severe storm. Uh, that's expected to hit the area. That bill will extend funding uh, that's set to expire tonight, averting a government shutdown. And, you know, lip balm, it's a necessity around here with all the sun we get. Well, apparently they've created some that uh, has the flavor of a basket of chicken wings. But it's already sold out. Burt's Bees announced that it had teamed up with Hidden Valley Ranch to create a line of lip balms that featured the flavors of buffalo sauce, crunchy celery, fresh carrot, and Hidden Valley Ranch. The collaboration started after an April Fool's post in 2022 of ranch-flavored lip balm. The limited edition pack of lip balms was launched on Wednesday. I'm Mark Mayfield. So it's lip-licking good? It sounds to me like one <laughs> of those things that never should have existed. Yeah, and I mean, if it, it really does horrible. taste that way, don't, don't mm. you sit there? That sounds disgusting Don't as you hell. sit there and just lick your lips all day and that's bad because that's what makes them more chapped. Yeah, but I could see, like, cherry or apple, but if you're putting a hot sauce, have you guys ever got hot sauce on your face? And it's like, I'm dying. Well, then again, I mean, you know, maybe some women know their their man and... You know, man's into chicken wings. Oh, and, that's true. You know, this is this way is through his, a man's heart is that's your his lip kink balm. is k- kissing the chicken wings. So you know, who knows? All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Put put ranch on it. <laughs> Seven fifty three News Radio ninety two three. Um, it would smell like oh, you just threw up. This is <laughs> <laughs> like your breath would. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm you threw up. 
I forgot how much fun it is to have you around. <laughs> right, um, I know. This is why they kicked me out. I, I did a thing where I had I covered the whole debate with DeSantis and Haley, and uh, you know before the Iowa caucus, and of course now we have the New Hampshire primary coming up next week. And I didn't finish the debate. I covered like the first hour and a half of it, and it was like the last little bit that I didn't hear. It was so disappointing in the end because Jake Tapper did a thing. They were bickering all night, and they were criticizing each other all night, and it was just sort of like man, can you give me something more inspiring to work with? And I actually said, wouldn't it be nice if they said something nice about each other? Like, you know, that person would be great. I'm just better. And they didn't do that at all. So he actually tees him up. He asks the question, say something nice about your opponent. If you have been sparring on the campaign trail for months. We've seen some vicious attack ads going back and forth. And tonight we have had a very lively debate. On a different note, Governor DeSantis, let me ask about Governor Haley. Well, look, I mean, I think that, um, you know, at the United Nations, um, I did think that she she spoke out strongly on some key issues. And I appreciated that. I also appreciate uh, the state of South Carolina. My wife uh, is a College of Charleston graduate. Um, Her parents lived there for many, many years. And so it is a wonderful state. Uh, There's a lot of great people there. Um, And I think to be able to have been governor there is is a great achievement. And um, I uh, really appreciate everyone I've gotten to meet in South Carolina. So I'll give that about a C plus. I mean, he said something nice about her at the UN. You know, he said something nice about the state. That doesn't really deal with her particularly. But he tried to do something. You know, he tried to do something. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley... Oh, this is the worst error, worst answer ever. Governor Haley, what do you admire about Governor DeSantis? I think he's been a good governor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we in another quick break. <laughs> can, 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 can you give me just a little bit more? <laughs> Sounds like an ex-wife. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's that, yeah. He has been a good governor. I want the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seven fifty-five News Radio ninety-two-three. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay. All right. If you're uh, trying to get on to I one ten from I ten west this morning, you're gonna have trouble merging there. We've got a fender bender with three vehicles off to the side on that exit ramp, causing a real slowdown getting onto one ten this morning. Also, West Fairfield Drive at Ruby Avenue, we have a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock there. Creighton Road at Lanier Lanier Drive. Lanier. Lanier. Uh, in Pensacola, vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock there. We have two lanes actually blocked on the right-hand side of the road there, so that's causing a major slowdown. Chamukla Highway and Highway 90 in Milton, uh, we have roadway blockage there as well. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, if you've uh, got an import, you paid a little bit extra to get it, it's a Porsche, a Mercedes, a BMW, a Lexus, you can take it to the dealership, and if that dealership is in Destin, then you can enjoy the drive, the price, and the gas. I mean, or... Or, you know, might be in Mobile, same issue. Or you can go to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on these vehicles all the time, no problem. Uh, they work on domestics, too. They work on gas engines, diesel engines. You might think that's a tricky item. It's not. I mean, it's just a little different, but they work on those, no problem. And they want to see you for the preventative maintenance. You know, don't bring bring them the big problem. I mean, if that's what you've got, bring it to them. But, you know, bring them the car healthy so they can keep it healthy. Just like you bring your body to the doctor healthy, you know, well visits. That's the name of the game, preventative maintenance. That's why their website is called carcliniceservice.com, like a healthcare clinic for your car. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Uh, what else do we – oh, you know what we haven't talked at all about today? This is a serious subject. The Uvalde report came out. Uh, you know, you knew that the was response it? was a failure. You know, you watched – I think you watched those videos of the police – 
encountering gunfire and then backing off and waiting in the hallway and just it's it's like the one guy at Parkland times 20 because it's everybody outside. And now the report comes out and it's it's worse than you thought. It was just such a cluster all around where, like, for example, uh, they went into their barricaded protocol, but that's for somebody who is by themselves barricaded in. You don't advance because they might take their own life or something like that. He was barricaded in, well, in a locked door with people he was killing. And there would be gunshots and there'd be pauses and there'd be gunshots, there'd be pausing, and they never went. Rule number one is you just go. He returns fire. You go faster. That's what you do. That's the job. That's the response. That's what you train for over and over and over again. Then, you know, nobody's in charge of the incident command, so nobody is able to actually tell them, hey, go do this. Nobody takes responsibility. Communication with the parents. Nobody's tell- Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody's communicating anything with the parents, even after the situation was over. It's awful. And I think it was actually, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen anybody talk much about it, but I think one of the factors might have been, Group psychology. There's these old uh, experiments from the 70s uh, by Stanley Milgram about uh, obedience to authority and group psychology, and most of those experiments are now violations of the ethics of psychological yeah, experimentation. Milgram experiments. Milgram's yeah, ones yeah. Are, are scary things, okay? And um, one of them has to do with continuing to obey an order, and but another one, I think it's a Milgram, if not, it's a similar one, is you know three people give a wrong answer to a question. You're all in a group, and you will, some people will give the wrong answer to go along with the group. And so I think what might have happened with some of these police officers is they knew they should be rushing in, but part of them thought, well, everybody else isn't, and nobody's saying we should. Maybe I'm the one in the wrong. Like, you kind of gaslight yourself out of doing the right thing because group peer pressure uh, and unwillingness to be the oddball out, I, I think may have been a factor too. But, man, everything that could have gone wrong did. Based on Stream us at NewsRadio923.com. NewsRadio923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.